as you get better in this business and remove your ego and remove whatever noise is going in there and just be present and listening to what is being communicated, you can really be an effective negotiator just by listening better. Welcome to the Big Fat Real Estate Checks Podcast with Marco Kozlowski, where we help investors like you get the knowledge and skills you need to replace your J-O-B with passive cash flow for life. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Big Fat Real Estate Checks. My name is Marco Kozlowski, and I'm joined today with Gabriel Araish and Francesco Goluccio, also known as Frank. And we are... <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, if you were seeing the visuals that I would see right now, you'd be laughing because there's like two fingers together going, Mamma Mia, Mamma Mia. And uh, today we're going to be discussing uh, listening to your counterpart when you're negotiating. It's a little bit different than what we've been talking about over the last couple of days. And of course, if you have not yet listened to the first 10 episodes, please do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Do not do anything else. Listen to the first 10 podcast because it will explain exactly how we buy assets using asset-based lending, asset-backed lending as well, and uh, how you don't need any money. You need skills in order to acquire as many assets as possible, so you'd never need to work again. The assets are working for you, and that's exactly what we have all done. We're technically all retired, and we are passionately devoted to giving you the best content possible, and very important that you at least get those basics. So please go back to the first 10 podcasts if you have not listened to those. And of course, like it, love it, share it. And our goal is now to get to 10,000 podcasts. 10,000, I'm going to say that again, 10,000 five-star reviews. And I'm so excited I came and speak English. And uh, we're very excited to have you comment and give us the best feedback possible and really help us along and help you along, giving you the best information possible so we can deliver it and you love it and num, 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 num. We can give you the best tools necessary. So let's talk about listening in negotiations. This is something that most people don't do. They don't listen to what the counterpart is saying. This is my objective. This is what I want. This is what I'm going to do. And <laughs> while you guys are you know, immersed in this as much as I am helping those that are really wanting to get deals quickly. And uh, I'd love to share some examples, some uh, situations or really what's happening with many people that are negotiating and just not listening to their counterpart. So whoever wants to begin, hajime. Let sure. me start in I'll, Japanese, I'll, by I'll the way. begin. You know what? Disclaimer, I'm guilty at not listening. <laughs> my wife tells me, my, my wife repeats it all we the all time. We all are. Says, you don't listen. You don't <laughs> listen. And it's just, you know what? Sometimes it's just you want you. I'm thinking ahead of time and I'm not listening. I'm not being present in the conversation and I'm not listening. And I go, what about that? What about that? And she goes, I just told you that. So I'm a culprit at that. With respect to the students and- Can I just uh, hop on here? Because what yeah. you just said is super important. Like I just said that, I just told you that. Your wife will tell you this. A seller will never tell you that. They'll just assume mm -hmm. that you didn't hear. You know what I mean? Like there's a difference where someone who loves you, cares about you, who doesn't have, uh, I guess, an, an ulterior motive will, will, will tell you as it is. And that's, that's why you you can be caught and then they'll answer your question again but if you keep doing that with sellers you know they may not and they, they may just tune out as well my ex-wife told me that i never listened to her but i never heard that <laughs> exactly actually you know what on on that game there is uh you know so we have a ticket system so marco does have a mentorship program we do have a back office and if you know if students have a question or inquiry or stuck somewhere in the process uh, they submit a ticket for us to answer myself and gabe and there are tickets that i've seen 
in the past where exactly what you just said where the actual agent or the seller did call out the student and say i already told mm-hmm. you i can't go below whatever let's just say 150,000 because he owes 150,000 meanwhile the student says would you take 100 all right so this gets the agent or the seller i don't know who it was at that particular point very irritated like they're upset at him and you can clearly see it in the letters that i already told you and the, because the student is following a process or they're supposed to be following a process but they're not listening to what the agent or the seller is dropping and this is very important information they're saying that we can't go below x amount meanwhile they say well how about this which is against what he's saying so obviously they're losing patient the seller that is in the student or in the in the buyer it basically goes downhill from there so that that is and credibility 100 percent and credibility Mm -hmm. because if you're not listening to the conversation that's happening then why should i even talk to you anymore so you're no longer a credible buyer because you're not listening to the feedback that you're getting we're selling because the seller has cancer they need to sell as quickly as possible they want out from underneath it and they're done well would you take less than this I guess you don't give a shit about their cancer or the situation. And it really creates severe problems. And it's extremely important that you that you stay tuned and listen and be in tune with what's being communicated so you can really help and serve a seller. Because at the end of the day, all we're trying to do is serve. And the more you serve, the more money you make. Period. Full stop. And whenever we communicate, even in my life, I give to give. I don't give to get, I give to give, and I want to give as much as possible. Now, before someone is receptive to giving, they have to be aware that I have the ability to give. So we're going to start with the ability to, you know, to close. We can close quickly if the numbers make sense. But if I don't know what you need, then how can I possibly give it to you? Because all businesses, as I've said in the past, is figure out what people need, go get it, and go give it to them. Fundamentals 101. There we go. 101. That's business, period. What do people need? And they're most likely going to tell you very quickly. And if you just listen to what's happening, you can actually serve someone very, very, very fast. So that's the difference between getting a deal in nine months and getting a deal in mm-hmm. eight minutes. That's really the big difference. I know, Gabe, you want to no, step just, in here. I can see you like jumping oh, yeah. up and down. I think there's like two reasons where I kind of identified that, you know, why people don't listen. It's either they don't know where they're going in the conversation, so they're not you know, and I don't want to call it prepared as in that you have a process because picture that you want to get into your car, you're going somewhere, but you just don't know where you're going. If you don't have a destination, you just, you'll never get there, right? So if you don't have a plan of what you, your objective is for that call or for that moment, then you'll never get there. And the other thing is maybe someone just has a specific plan where they want to get from point A to point B, not realizing that there's you know, maybe 16 different ways you can get to point B. And it's not just a straight line all the time. And that that's where the listening comes in, in my opinion, because if you start your conversation more or less the same way, you know, if you're following a certain process, but then if the seller says, hey, you know, something like this, where I can't go under 150, and in your mind, that's going to come a little bit later. So you keep asking, and this is where, I guess, you know, maybe that ticket that you were talking about, Frank, someone will say, well, you know, how about 100? And he's already told you, you know, I'll be hurt if I go under 150. This is your signal where this is like a roadblock in the street on your first map where you want to get from point A to point B. There's a roadblock. So are you going to just stand there and smash into it? Because that's essentially what the student did here versus rerouting and going around it because now you have new information you have the new information that there's a roadblock so you got to change your course while still getting to point b but a different way 
For those of you that don't quite understand the imagery that uh, Gabe is trying to communicate is there's a lot of ways to close a deal. There's a lot of ways to ooh, uh, get to the finish line uh, to monetize whatever discount that's being given. So if the lowest they can do is 150 and it's worth 200 because they owe too much or they absolutely need a certain amount of cash in order to move on to their next opportunity, that's a great way of actually asking what's happening. Not why they're selling, but what's happening. We don't use why, or we how. use what or how. Correct. What and how are the two magic words in this business. So it's not just that there's a roadblock, it's what's going on. What's happening? I want to ask myself, not the seller, why is there a roadblock? And the reason I don't like the word why, we can actually discuss it now if you'd like, because it's important. Why are you doing this? Why aren't you home? Why are you doing this? Why, 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 why? It's very confrontational. It's also, also very controlling. And generally when you, it is, it is. So when we hear this word, we generally shut down. And you know, how am I supposed to do that? How am I going to help you if I don't know the information? Empowers the counterpart to actually give you the information that you need to be able to really help them. So it's a much more powerful way of asking questions and you have to listen to the response. You can't just listen, you can't just say it to say it. You have to say it with the intent of really helping your counterpart so you can figure out what the blockage is. Why Why are we in this situation right now? Why is the road closed? What's happening? How can we help? And that's really a very important aspect to not just ask the right questions, but listen to the response and be very curious when that happens. Because many times I work with students and you guys do as well, where if a child was asked the exact same question, what do you think they would say? And they always come up with the right response because they're A, listening and B, curious to figure out exactly what the problem is. And uh, that's because children generally listen very, very well. They have selective hearing, if you have kids, you know what that means. I think most of us men well, they, they have, Yeah, they have an, a vested interest in whatever they're asking. And yeah, my kid asks me all the time and they listen very carefully because they, they use it against me. 100%. Uh, they go, dad, you said this. And I was like, shit, I did say that. But going back to what you said, Gabe, yeah, I don't, I don't really like people that when they hop in their car and don't know where they're going because they're my way where I know where I'm going, they're slowing me down. But we always use the analogy in most of our, some of our conversations, even with the students is think of it like a doctor. When someone walks into a doctor, before a doctor could prescribe something for that person's pain or illness or whatever, they're going to ask a lot of questions and to see, you know, does it hurt? Does it hurt when you walk? Does it hurt when you sleep? Does it hurt when you're, when you're brushing your teeth? Whatever it is, right? So they're going to gather that data, uh, being curious. So that exactly what you're saying, Marco, being curious, say, okay, why is this happening to this person? And then once they get all that data, then they can prescribe a solution, which Marco, you indicated. Yes, there's a 27, 30, 36, 36 ways. ways to take down a property. I only knew one. Most people only know one. You know, they want X amount, you give them X amount. That's the end. But there's 36 ways to come to a solution to help that individual. And when you do that, the conversation goes quicker. I mean, better. And you get to the close because it's not confrontational. You're helping them, right? And there's a process to gather that information to genuinely help the person. Yes, because yes. we want to help. At the end of the day, <laughs> yeah. we're here to help. And how can we possibly help someone if we don't know, if we haven't listened to what the problem is? Yeah, yeah. no, you can't. Possible. You can't, and, I, and we see a lot of tickets also where it doesn't have to do with a monetary amount, or actually it does, where the seller is saying, you know, there's five units or 10 units, but you know, four of them are vacant and, and so forth, but they don't question, the curiosity goes away. Because they're focused too, yeah. they're too focused on the next step, and that's the problem. They're not engaged. They're not present in that conversation. Wouldn't you be curious why the other six units are vacant? Now, 
I just how long have they been vacant? Why yeah. are they vacant? How much work exactly. do they need? And I just want to put a caveat here that this listening thing is also something that you know because most of us are almost taught to be selective listeners or or that we just are always not present in the moment that this is a process too of listening that you know me you know I, I don't think and i don't know frank maybe you were this way but i know that i missed on a lot of these questions when i started off and as i move forward as i learned as i hit roadblocks i learned a little bit more and i learned to apply this process better and listening a lot better my wife still doesn't believe I'm a good listener, but nevertheless, I think most sellers think that I'm becoming a better listener. I think I am as well. Uh, but but all, all to say that, you know, if you're listening to this, don't think that this is something that you should already innately know. Like this is something that you learn and move on. Yeah. No pun intended. Yeah, exactly. They're probably listening to the podcast. What did he say? He said something interesting. Yeah, Maybe rewind no that. Pun, but you know, but you know what? Intended. I said my disclaimer. Pun intended. Yeah, I, Never mind. Yeah. I said my disclaimer. I was horrible out of the gates with Marco. I was, we're talking about me six years ago. Yeah. I was really horrible because I wasn't following process. The old I Frank. wasn't listening. Yeah. The old Frank, yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of people do fall. The good old days. People do fall into that trap. And it's easy to fall into that trap because people just logically do what yeah. comes next, and, but they're not being present. It's also that all. most people are listening to this and you're thinking, well, yeah, this is logical. If there's something vacant, I should ask why. I should find out why. But when you're on the phone and you're live and it's like, you know, it's it's a whole different. Yeah, or, or, email, or even yeah, an email. I guess, even an email. You're so focused on getting this thing out, the email or the, you know, the next step on a conversation. But I think on the phone, it's it's just a whole level of harder just because it's live. It's in the moment. You can't think twice. Once you've said something, you've said it. Whereas in an email, you can reread it, which most people don't do either, but you can reread it and, you know, adjust, then fix it, have someone else read yeah. it. Common sense but, but is so, so common, Yeah, right? so I guess at the end of the day, that's what we're trying to get across is that, you know, listening may sound like it's simple, but in reality, it's a lot more complex and a lot more important than you think. I'm going to add something to this, which is listening to the intent of the message that's being relayed as opposed to just the words because many people get caught up in okay they've said this 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 and this and this what do i pick up like they've said 10 things what do i respond to as opposed to just responding my own thing and sadly most people just don't even respond properly to the communication that's being said it's like i i want to say this next and this is what i'm going to say no matter what disconnect. they say or do you hear one thing out of the 10 and, and they focus on that while they listen to the rest of the conversation? That yeah. one thing. So wh what do I listen to? Right? What am I going to actually listen to? So it's not just listening. It's listening to the message, the intent, what's happening on your counterpart when you're communicating. What are you trying to say? What are you communicating? What, are you, what is the intent of the goal that you're trying to, to get to? Because if they say 10 things, generally there's a goal behind it. There's an intent. And if you can really pinpoint that intent, you don't even have to talk about the 10 things that they try to communicate. They're just in pain. And you have to really figure out what that is. And I think as you get better in this business and as you get better as a communicator specifically and remove your ego and remove whatever noise is going in there and just be present and listening to what is being communicated, you can really be an effective negotiator just by listening better as to what the intent is. Yeah. No, Follow. yeah. Are you listening? Yeah, no, you know what? What you just said. Yes. Uh, yeah, we are. We're, we're here. We're here. Squirrel. It starts with acknowledgement. 
if they did mention 10 things, it's acknowledging what they just said. And a lot of conversations are very disconnected. They're, you know, they're bleeding their hearts out on one, on one email or, or on a phone call for that matter. And then you go in a total different direction and just basically, and that gets them ticked off because they just spilled their guts on something. Or yeah. miss the point yeah. completely. Yeah. As to what they're really saying. And they're, they're too focused on, like you said, guys, what I'm going to say next versus what I'm, what they're communicating right now. Yeah. Well, listen, I get everyone's anxious uh, when they do get on the call and when they do, you know, send out emails. And it's just so what, so what are some of the tips we can give them, our listeners? Practice. And Remove practice, your ego. Man. So like, get on the phone. And listen to intent. Yep. Listen to intent. And I'll tell you, if you're married, if you're married, to, you yeah, have every opportunity to practice every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, what was that? That's not perfect practice makes perfect. Yeah. That's a... Uh, yeah, perfect practice does make perfect, yeah. Maybe we can do another podcast on this. Sadly, we're short on time today to really deep dive into the techniques that we use to listen better. I think just being aware that sometimes we don't listen to intent or the message that's being communicated or we're so focused on what we say next. I can't tell you how many times I do a Q&A or a class and I say the answer and then they ask me the exact same question that I just answered. Because they're so focused on the question that they're asking, they're not listening to what's happening. And I think a lot of us are guilty of that, myself included. I don't know about you guys. Oh, yeah. You guys are perfect. I'm definitely not. But I'm so focused in my own thing. My ego is so involved. You know, I miss the mark because I'm not present in that conversation, that communication. I think presence is going to be mm -hmm. a big tip as well. In the moment. Just be present. Listen. Yep. Right now. Presence is important. That's why today is a gift. It's a present. That's right. Ta -da! Absolutely absolutely excellent well uh that's all the time we have today sadly and i appreciate you guys hope you were listening wah, wah, wah. and enjoy this and of course like it love it share it and practice practice listening better see what people are trying to communicate what your counterpart is communicating what your spouse is communicating what your kids are trying to say because sometimes the words that they're saying because i know all of us Sometimes we say something, but we mean something different. So try to figure out exactly what the intent of the conversation is, not the words, but the intent. And I think that's going to go a long way in not only helping you in your business, but helping you in your life. And I hope that was very helpful. Gabe, Frank, appreciate you. Love you, man. Both of you. Love you, men. You know, as much as I can without being weird. And I'm looking forward to actually seeing you, Frank, on Saturday. I know you're coming uh, down for a bit, and I'm looking forward to that. And Gabe as well. I'm really excited about that. So, guys, appreciate you as a listener. And again, like it, love it, share it. Really appreciate your feedback. And of course, appreciate your five star reviews. And appreciate that, you know, you guys are just listening to us three crazy kids trying to make it in this crazy world. So, appreciate you. Have a great day. Bye for now. If you like this episode of Big Fat Real Estate Checks, then show some love by leaving a comment and a good rating. Also, as a thank you for tuning in today, we've got a special free gift. The journey to passive cash flow for a life starts by finding deals, and it's easier than you think. Simply go to getdealsbytuesday.com, enter your email address, and we'll send you a free quick start course called Deals by Tuesday. Even if it's 11 p.m. Monday night, this course will show you how to find discounted real estate deals by Tuesday. It's that fast and simple. Go to GetDealsByTuesday.com and start your journey toward life-changing cash flow today. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you on the next episode. Mm -hmm.